in a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Blail Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. I was then stood up. He was on the floor. His face was covered in blood. (laughs) (laughs) Something happened. (laughs) Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerd OD podcast. How is everybody this week? We're all right. I say we, I'm speaking for Reg as well as me for some reason. Because I've lost the ability to communicate. Oh. Oh, wait. No, I haven't. Which would be awkward because, you know, this is an audio podcast, so... True, true. Talk. It would be very much fun, but well, I is here. And specifically, I then, I am good. Oh, good. Taking some time out of my day tonight, my night tonight, taking some time out of my to night... To do this? From watching The Crown to talking to you guys. Oh. Because I've just made a little, just made a quick TikTok because I am fuming. So mad. Okay. About The because Crown? Because we've taken you away from watching The Crown. Well, kind of that, but also, like, I forgot how much of a cunt Charles is. You might need to mute that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's me that does the edit, so yeah. it's literally just, I I don't do anything to it. No, he's actually <laughs> going to amplify it. I'm just yeah. so... It might even just be the start bit. I think I think I just settled into forgetting what happened, and now it's all coming back. And I kind of expected it because, like, this is the season with Diana and with um and with Thatcher. Incidentally, Gillian Anderson as Thatcher, fucking hell, she's really good, really good. Um, I, I, I don't know who's playing Diana, um, but she's also awesome. Yeah, she was on um Graham Norton the other night. The actress who plays it, um, her and Charles run. Discussing stuff, mainly the crown. But honestly, he was such a knobhead. Like, she's developed bulimia pretty much because of him. And, like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, you, you knew that I, I knew the gist of it when I was younger and it was going on. I knew that he was a he was a bad egg. Um, but it's just all coming back. And, like, I don't know. He's, oh, uh, I'm just mad. I'm just mad. I'm mad because, like, a couple of things. One, I've watched it like, please don't marry him. Please don't do it. You can walk away now. You can walk away now knowing that I know what's going to happen because, like, this isn't this isn't fiction, right? This is this is kind of documenting what happened in a in a dramatic way. So it's pointless how much I I I sort of I'm egging her on to get the fuck out of Dodge. Um, but like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just so mad. <laughs> Fair enough. We've just started watching that. Um, the Sister, I think it's called, on um, on ITV, which is like a four-part thriller um, where it, you're basically trying to figure out what went down from like the get-go. So they're at some party and, um, and some girls died. Um, but it starts off with the dude watching a police report of her sister going, if anyone you know, knows the whereabouts of my sister, like someone must know where she is. Like she's been missing for X amount of time now. We find it. And then he starts going a bit mental and it starts doing flashbacks and, and then goes back to present day and stuff. And he's now married to the woman on the police report. But it seems as though he might have been the one that killed her. 
but you don't quite know yet and you're trying to figure everything all out it's it's really really good um but it's only four parts so it's not long but it seems to be like it's a a good watch i'm a big i'm a big fan of four-part dramas and five-part dramas and stuff haven't they how many episodes six oh no no chance (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm also i'm 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 eager to start watching um, uh, uh, I'm a Celebrity, um, but couldn't the other night because my TiVo box wasn't working, so I'm going to watch it on catch-up at some point. Uh, I've been watching Educating Manchester, load of chavs, load of chavvy kids. It's uh, I, I started watching part of that the other night. I think when we were finishing uh, Nerdo D&D, Ash was watching it. Um, and it was like the banned snacks and and like um, chocolates and fizzy drinks and stuff from the school. But these guys started doing the kids have got like a black market going on <laughs> where like they're selling packs of like Snickers and uh, four packs of like LucasAid and stuff and making profit from it. And stuff. Yeah, and it yeah, bro. Yeah, but I've, I've got some LucasAid. You want some LucasAid? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, I can't be like, Martin is always there for a whisper. <laughs> and he's like, have you got any whispers, mate? And he's like, yeah, save you one. <laughs> it's like, fucking brilliant. That kid keeps coming up to him, being like, can I, can I buy, can, what was it? Can I buy some buenos? And he was like, no, not for you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So this this camera crew are just watching this happen and they're not intervening. No, no like, uh, uh, you know, they filmed the the inside the GP's office with the static cameras. Okay. Uh, so they're just all set up around the school. What's funny to me is the fact that I'm watching these videos and this, um, basically it's a year 11 that's about to leave school. He's the one who, he's like the kingpin of selling stuff. He makes like 20 quid a day selling Twixes. Um, and he's leaving and there's this, uh, there's this kid, this year seven kid and he's, he's now coming in. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm running a business. And they're not allowed to, of course. Anyway, what my question is, is all those teachers are sat there, like this week, watching the show. Yeah. And it's going to be in year nine now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the kids aren't clever in that aspect of things. But yeah. um, obviously, they're going to get caught out now and be like, well, we can't do that anymore. But it's, it's fairly obvious that they're going to get suspended because what they've been doing is literally you know prop- profiteering off, did you, like profiteering and stuff did you so, to, the, to the headmaster though no not yet we've uh, we've got more of it recorded but i've just been watching them while i've been doing bits and pieces so i don't think they're going to talk about it in the show you know well what's happened uh well he got he, he resigned but he got asked to resign um i mean basically they sacked him uh they forced him to leave um, because he was fudging the numbers and like making naughty kids stay home and stuff. Um, <laughs> to, to make the numbers. Uh, um, yeah, he was a he was a bad egg. Um, Didn't have that on camera, did they? Well, no, which was a shame because I was all the way through first two episodes. I was like, oh, he's really cool. I, I like him. He was going around with a pair of scissors, cutting people's uh, headphones off. Oh, nice. He's that sort of teacher. Because he's a yeah. Because he's a he's a rebel. Destroy property. <laughs> Shouldn't have had it in school. So I wanted to ask actually, because the reason why I was talking about this, um embarrassing stories from school, like that you got caught out in or that you you could imagine featuring what's that? Well, we um we we had a similar thing in our school. Oh, in fact in your school, because I went to the same school as you, Sean. Um, you know when you used to do young enterprise, so you were like in sixth form. Yeah, um, and you had to create a business 
um, of doing something to the school, um, trying to earn money from it. And like it became a, a national thing and all the schools got involved. And um, we did one where we apparently made stained glass windows, little mini stained glass window on things for fireplaces and to look good to try and raise money. Um, but what we were actually doing is selling copied CDs um, <laughs> for like a fiver and then giving them a stained glass window so that we would make like money from the cut. So it's a similar thing to that. Um, you were like, yeah, we used to charge £2.50 for the stained glass window. Um, and two pound fifty for the the CD, but you had to pay a fiver for the uh, for the the package. Yeah, so with parents and us and stuff. Obviously, you had a stained glass window, and we made the most money that Whitby High has ever made in Young Enterprise until we got caught um, when the t- <laughs> when when the t- my business studies teacher um, about Mr. Furness at the time, who's a legend, absolute legend. Um, but yeah, he he. He caught us red-handed with the stack of the Offspring um, album conspiracy of one. <laughs> like we had about thirty in in the bag, and one of the lads was writing um, on the back marker the conspiracy of one on the CD, um, and we just had like a stack of money next to it, and we were like, oh no, um, yeah. So we got uh, we got our school banned officially from Young Enterprise. Um, and it now no longer happens in Whitby High because of us. Well, I mean, I've got, I've got a worse story. It's probably going to shock you a bit. Oh. Were you selling cigarettes behind the, the bike shed for 50 no. years ago? So I used to – actually, it was Alex that was on this podcast. Remember Alex? Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in German – this was in year 11, so we were just about to do our uh, our GCSEs. So it was like a couple of months before them. Um, so in German, Alex used to sit next to this Welsh guy called Dave, right? And I used to sit behind them too. Uh, anyway, I came in one morning and Dave wasn't there yet. So I went and sat next to Alex to have a chat. And we're chatting about this and that. And then Dave comes in. And Dave's like, move I'm like, all right, all right, I'm just getting messed up. So I leant down to get my bag, and he starts pushing me and saying move over and over again. He's going, move, move. You can't sit I mean, this is bad, a bad story for an audio podcast, but he's every time he's saying move, he's pushing me hard on the shoulder, like just jolting me. And he's doing, he's doing it at this pace. Move, 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 like that. He's doing that. Now, I don't remember what happened next. But all I remember is after what happened next, I was then stood up. He was on the floor. His face was covered in blood. (laughs) Something happened. Uh, And then I remember like shaking and going like white as a sheet. And um, I must have, I must must have hit him. I don't remember. Um, Did you, you just blacked out and got violent? Black outrage. Wow. So anyway. like, remember the game um, uh, Fahrenheit, like Indigo yeah. Prophecy, where yeah, yeah. The, he literally just keeps blacking out and bad things happen. <laughs> like he murdered someone. You, you're basically that guy. <laughs> that film. Anyway, my German teacher comes in, right? I'm there shaking. He's there on the floor crying a bit. Um, and she just screams my name. She's like, shut baby! Like, screaming at me. And I was like, I just a deer in headlights. So we got sent up to the headmistress's office, the uh, the hallway where all the teachers live. 
And I remember sat there with Dave and Dave's shaking and I'm shaking and God, it was awful. Anyway, we went into the headmistress's office and she goes, I've never seen you in here before. And I was like, I know, I'm really sorry. I don't remember what happened. And she goes, it's probably just stress. Don't do it again. <laughs> then let us go. So wow. I got <laughs> That's crazy. I also remember, we will get on to some relevant stuff, I'm sure, but I remember um, in French, uh, we had to, you had to go and record for like some part of an, a test, um, like a, a whole mini interview about yourself. Um, and the only place to do it was weirdly in the cloakroom of <laughs> this guy's little French last thing and when i went in there it looked like it was it was like a little bit because it was just full of loads of random shit um in there but there was a stack of old magazines and they were literally just like camera magazines and french magazines about random stuff um but whoever was in before me must have been flicking through it and there was just like a nude woman in the thing and i was like oh my god so i was in there right just looking through all these magazines and i i completely forgot to do my actual interview stuff. So when I came back in and they got, he was like, how did it go? Did you remember to press record? And I just went really red faced. And I was like, uh, God, everyone was looking at me like, what, what, why has it gone weird? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've done, I've done what I need to do, what I need to. And I like, sat down and then a girl went in next and came back in and was like, there's nudie mags open everywhere in that room. And then everyone just turned to me and was like, red faced, nudie mags. Oh my, I was like, oh no. <laughs> it's it's really not what you think. <laughs> it's just so awkward. But yeah, so much fun. I've got, I've got, got point, so many bad got, stories. I've got to point out as well that I'm not a violent person. <laughs> That's the the first and last time I've ever hit anybody. Um, so there is that. <laughs> wow. Is there a statute of limitations on uh, bod- grievous bodily harm when you're at school? Well, I think it's because a... now we have an audio record <laughs> of you confessing. It's fine. Nobody liked Dave anyway. Uh, just in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, these sort of sorts of things when you're like, so I've got this question. I want you all to, to, to give us a really entertaining story about something that happened to you at school. Don't just bring it on us like right in the middle of the podcast. Why not give us a heads up like a day or two before so I can actually think yeah. and try and come up with something? Because I have not got a clue. Yeah. Honestly, two things, right? Mm-hmm. I had no idea I was going to talk about this. Secondly, in 20 minutes time, I would have forgotten that we would have talked about it. So a pre-planning is just that's not going to happen. Secondly, right, I can't believe that you don't have any school stories. Not, nothing I can think of that's entertaining enough to share on a podcast. I bet Reg has got another four. Oh, Reg has got another 400. <laughs> I've got so many, so many. Very sorry. And, and one of the worst things... <laughs> right. So, <laughs> you know how you always have that one weird kid in your year? Yeah. Like, yeah. Th- there, was, there was one in our year... In fact, you might even know him, Sean, so I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not, because randomly every now and again, someone from my old school will be like, oh, my God, I, you do a pod- I listen to your podcast. I'm like, ah, cool. Go on. So, so I won't name names. No, go on. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, he was he was always the weird one that, that literally walk around with. I know most of my stories rely on nudie magazines. I just realised, <laughs> but he used to, he used to walk around in his bag. He always instead of having a normal backpack like every school kid would have, he'd always have like a gym bag. That would be his like hold all would be his his normal school bag. Um, and he'd walk around and he'd always wear a, like a big duffel coat, like a huge coat. Um, and it always had weird stains on it in the areas you wouldn't want stains to be. Jesus. Um, Is this, was this Rorschach out of Watchmen? Uh, is it close? To our school. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so he'd walk around and be like, hey, lads, you've seen what I brought in today. Look, like, me dad's got this. And he'd bring in his dad's used, like, fun magazines. Oh, red. And show him, but he'd be like, look. And you're like, ah. Oh. So he then became known for to be that. But then <laughs> we were sat in assembly and it was a really, really like, oh, it was a horrendous one. Go, It was like one of the year end ones, you know, like, and the merit award for attendance in school, 100% goes to these guys. Um, and because obviously none of us were ever that good, we just sat there just like chatting away while everyone goes up. And he was like, you know what I found? You know what I found, right? If, if you use your hand, it gets really boring. So what I like to do is, it, it, you might have seen it in films, you know, when um, when you basically lift your mattress up a bit, when you're a bit, you know, all stuff, and you use your mattress instead to, to get going. And as he's saying, it just goes silent, but it doesn't quieten down at all. <laughs> so the whole school just known him as mattress, mattress shagger. And that, that, was, that was the thing. And then I went into KFC. Um, a few a few months back in the port, and he works there, and I'd never been to the one since. Because yeah, I knew where his hands had been and stuff. Um, I'll message Not you. mayonnaise on that burger, Reg. <laughs> no. Come on, message me it now. I promise I won't read it out. <laughs> okay, I will message it you now. Um, I think the, to be fair, there's been so many, so many entertaining dodgy stories that we uh, that I have from school. I remember bringing in once because um, my uncle had an issue with uh, with his vordermans, actually. That's interesting. Um, yeah, Works in the family. Yeah, yeah so he he, uh, he used to take um, he used to take X-lax, little chocolate laxatives, but they were really powerful. You ever heard of them before? Mm, no, but I, I understand from the description. Yeah. Anyway, chocolate laxatives. I took them in. Uh, Reg, I don't know him, so I'm not going to read his name out. If I did yeah. know. Him, <laughs> <laughs> so, then it's a good job I'm editing, isn't it? <laughs> oh God! And it was the same kid. It was Dave Humphreys again. I fed this X-lax to Dave Humphreys, and he was off the next day. <laughs> right. So was basically, I... what you're saying is you're a bully. <laughs> you basically give a guy a, a broken nose, and then you give him laxatives <laughs> the next day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wow, Sean, Sean, Sean. <laughs> this podcast is therapy because a lot of things come out on it actually. So. <laughs> She's no, that doesn't work. Um, is your holiday still going ahead yet? Changing subject. Uh, Thirty in the in the app it says thirty two days left. However, um, if you try and book that flight that we know isn't full, you can see the seat plan. And there's loads of seats left. Uh, they've cancelled the flight on Virgin Atlantic. But they're still not telling us yet, which is really fucking annoying. Um, so 
it will it will be getting cancelled and they've cancelled they've they've closed Disneyland Paris as well that was my my um my contingency I was going to buy an annual pass for Disneyland Paris and just just go there like six times next year uh but no fuck that can't do that either so I'm just going to sit at home and and be mad at the world at least you can play on your Xbox Series X if it's not, you know, smoking and actually working. I'm trying. I keep trying. I, I, was, I was, I was trying to convince friends to get get one last night and showing them Peggle and stuff. I know, actually. <laughs> Stop showing people like you always sell your your Xbox as like Peggle, Peggle Two. I mean, it's just the pinnacle of gaming. It does have the Omtala theme tune on one of the uh, on the levels. So you know, there oh, is that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, the, the 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 pre-orders. So um, yeah. Yeah, you're probably best off waiting. Have you have you seen all the stories? Um, of like, so the first run, the first batch of Xbox Series Xs that went to Smith's uh, toy superstores in the UK. Are um, they sort of rattling? There's seventy-eight percent, I think it was last time I checked. Um, of them weren't working, Fuck or yeah. if they worked they had little mini green dots going throughout the whole entire display or just started smoking randomly. <laughs> I, the smoking was just people blowing vape smoke into the air. Not, well, obviously Bottom. that happened as well, but that actually originated because people were like, yeah, mine too, and then started vaping into it. So Microsoft actually had to come out and issue a statement going, I can't believe we have to say this, but yeah. please don't, don't blow vape me. into your bloody <laughs> Xbox Series X, you mad heads. Um, but that originated because people were literally going, uh, guys, and their Xbox Series X's were smoking. <laughs> and like, Bloody hell. But they've not had a good a good initial launch at all, to be fair, have they? Like, it's just mad how the machines aren't working, their first-party games aren't coming out <laughs> on launch. It's just it's Red not rings. the best of starts. Orange mm. rings and stuff, remember them? In the, the yeah, white... The, the Red what? Ring of Death. They still happen. Yeah. That they do. Yeah. Uh, and also, Halo's been delayed. <laughs> so, like, launch day game, you can't play it on launch day. Well, so, instead. This, this was the problem with the with the um, the Xbox Series X that they when they they did all the original announcements and they showed all these amazing games and then pretty quickly everything was was like, well, no, that's not coming out yet. That's not coming out yet. That's not coming out yet. All the first party stuff was um was getting put back. So. Did they even have a, a big first-party launch title? I'm not sure they did. No. On the, the Xbox One. Yeah. And it's the same. It's seri- oh, no, on the Series X. On the new one that's just come yeah. out now. Yeah. Yeah, this is what we were just saying, yeah. So yeah. just like even the first-party games. Or that's what I mean. You've got to admit, though, like, Reg, it's the same with the PlayStation in the sense that we've had a we've had a big spec bump, a big hardware spec bump, just for the sake of timing. It's not for the sake of... Uh, of us trying to the, the the hardware trying to catch up with developers and stuff. Um, I think the progress is going to happen game wise over the next year or two. But I don't I, I don't think any of the launch launch day titles were, were anything to be like upgrade from your current console. You know what I mean? Mm. It's, it's, it's not nothing like, that sort of jumps out to be like oh my god. So like you know with the with the PS4 and stuff when you look at like Uncharted three and then you go like oh look here's Uncharted four and then you're like holy shit look at that. Like that looks beautiful, like that sort of stuff. Yeah, a hundred percent. There's not anything that goes like, like this is how different games can can be. The only thing that did that was that um, Unreal Engine demo they did. Yeah, because that was just 
fucking mind blowing. Mm-hmm. But again, that was just a test, wasn't it? That wasn't an actual title. Yeah. Um, yeah. It shows what they can do if they've, you know, if they want to try. Like a spec bump that's 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 future proofing the next three to five years of gaming. Um, rather than yeah, and I think it's it's also it, it the SSD needed to happen. Yeah. A lot. The, the the there's a lot of stuff now we're nearing the end of the the last generation of like the PS4 and the Xbox One. It was like the development stuff wanted to do so much more, but there just wasn't that power, that literally that little bit of power to be like, yes, here's here's what you can here's what you want to imagine to its full potential. So they did start getting limited, unfortunately. But it's the same as now what happens is every every launch lineup, if you look at the launch lineup for every generation, the first sort of three to six months, it's not really anything ever that goes, fuck, like that is next gen. It always takes like a year in order to be like, here we go. Now we're understanding how the actual, you know, the hardware works. Now we know what we can push to get out of it. Like it always does take what, like something just to, to click into place to be like, Oh, so if we just do this, but the thing that everyone's loving is, is it is, it's the speed, it's the loading speed. Cause stuff like, you know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and stuff, which is taking, you know, just like shy of three minutes to load on, you know, the, the PS4 and the mm-hmm. Xbox One, and then you go on, like, the, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, and it loads in 40 seconds. Yeah. And then the next time round, it loads in 15 seconds. Once it's actually gone, like, right, okay, you've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, we'll always make sure that's in the sort of background and we're fully aware that you've got it. So here's the, the big load, say, the load file, which is just constantly going to be there. So the next time you kick off, it just goes, boom, right, we're on, go play. So, right, I completely didn't think of this before when you were asking about Disney, but I had a really good segue into something that I learned this week about Disney. Is it it's Mickey Mouse's birthday this week? No. Although, is it? It is. Oh, happy birthday, Mr. Mm. Mouse. Mm. Um, how old is he? Very. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how old is Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Google, how old is Mickey Mouse? 91. Mick Jagger is 77 years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Mickey Mouse's birthday on the 18th. <sighs> and he's going to be 91. So speaking oh, that's of... when this comes out. Yeah. Speaking of Disney, uh, Lilo and Stitch, the live action remake, has had a director. Okay. It's a Disney Plus movie, isn't it? I, I mean, I, yeah. everything's everything's going straight to streaming at the moment because the world's upside down. So I don't know, I don't know whether that would have been the case pre-COVID. Um, Apparently, I mean, because that's that's far enough in advance. Um, it, it doesn't. Limited, you know. Yeah, it doesn't mean the same as what it used to mean. Like Mulan's gone straight to, to Disney Plus. I, I don't know. Anyway, I, I'm I'm already hesitant because of who the director is and and the the mock-ups of what Stitch is going to look like. And uh, but it's John it's John Chu. John M. Chu. John M. Chu. Oh, okay. So taking a look at his IMDb profile. Didn't he do some? Um, what was it Crazy Rich Asians and? He did. Um, uh, he did. Now you see. G.I. Joe. Oh yeah, yeah. G.I. Joe, yeah. yeah. He did. Uh, he did the Just Dance series, I think. No, not Just Dance. Sorry. Step uh, up. Uh, yeah. Um. Why does, why does 
Stitch look like a cross between a dog, a gremlin, and and man bat. <laughs> is, it, is there really actually weird. pictures? It looks like apparently are these the images from the live Lilo and Stitch remake, and apparently it's. It, I, I don't know if it is or not, but there's so many of them everywhere that seems to be shown on Google. So I imagine that, it might be what it might look like. That one from uh, Snopes.com. Um, oh no, terrifying! No, the, yeah, the ones that look um, yeah, around for ages. In fact. A lot of these I've seen before they've started talking about live action remakes, so I don't think we actually know. But I'm I'm kind of worried that, that the same thing's going to happen with Stitch as it did with Sonic, in the sense that they're going to come up with something and the fans are just going to be like, "Fuck you, change it now." But that's that's good, right? Because they changed it and everyone loved it. Yeah, I mean, so, so- and apparently the film's really good. I still haven't got around to watching it isn't yet, but bad. I will. It's terrible. Are you kidding me? So, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I did. Right. Okay. So there's two very diverse opinions. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, neither of them were. Oh, it was amazing. So you know, I wouldn't. Still wouldn't rush to watch it. Mm. Is it as bad as like the Max Payne movie? Uh, no, nowhere near. Well, then it's probably a great film. Okay. <laughs> Is that your that's your bar? <clears throat> yeah, well, is it as bad? <laughs> as is it as bad as the the trailer for Monster Hunter looks like it's going to be? <sighs> I, I I hate I hate everything about Monster Hunter, okay. especially this movie. The the film itself it just it looks terrible, and I know that the fact that they're like, hey, don't worry about it, it, it is. You know, it is going to include like your big monsters, and they try and show it off towards the end of this new teaser. Yeah, it um, is, but it's, it's but it's like Transformers. It's like let's just get the army involved. Yeah, I don't like how that's that's happened, and I know they bring it in. Um, oh, the awesome dude from on back, um, Tony Jaa. Yeah, and um, bring it in him, and I love him. I love him, and he's the only reason I will watch it. But I'm in no. I'm in, I'm in no no mind to to knowing I'm going to enjoy it because it just looks terrible. Millie Joskovic or however you say her name, yeah. I just I don't like her. I don't think she's a great actress. She's I, uh, she's only good in Fifth Element because she barely talks. Yeah, it's multipass. Multipass. I mean, I just give that girl an Oscar. I don't. I don't like it. No, because then her fellow will be like, oh, let's make more films with her and <laughs> let's make multipass the movie. I would watch that. I would absolutely watch Multipass the movie. During lockdown, mate, I'd watch anything. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Wow. No, I, I still have my limits. We have been, so going back to what you were saying before, Sean, about wanting to watch I'm a Celeb. Because yeah. obviously it started last night, so we watched last night's one. Um, no watched, watched, I, I won't spoil it. But what I will say is, A, it is very weird knowing it's set, like, you know, half an hour drive from me. Yeah, it's yeah. not far, it's weird. <laughs> uh, but there's two really weird things in it. Um, one is Jordan North from Radio 1. How he sounds on the radio, uh, all I can ever picture in my head is Ralph Little, you know, from the Royal Family and stuff. Yeah. Like, that he, I, in my head, he sounds exactly like that. 
So when he showed up on Bam's Lab, he was like, hi, I'm Jordan North. You might know me from Radio 1. I was like... Radio just put on a voice, though, don't they? And I was like, but this is, he, he does sound like that, but he, he genuinely looks oh, like I was just I didn't believe him to begin with I was like nope <laughs> you're not Jordan North and I was like no that genuinely is Jordan North and then the, the second weird thing from it is they've kept the timer in the bottom left hand corner so you know like when you usually watch it it tells you the time in Australia so it's like hey it's 7.20 in Australia and it's like yeah in the corner it's like this yeah, is the it's time like, right now it's 9.14 in here in Wales I'm like yeah, so it's it's 9.14 everywhere mate <laughs> it's like fucking weird so I just I don't get that but they're just trapped in a castle right yeah it's like really nice like fucking set so you know usually like in i'm a celeb it's like hey you're in obviously you're in the middle of a fucking jungle it's a bit of a set but you know like insects and like rats and snakes and stuff still appear in the camp yeah in in this they, they sleep in beds but literally they've got beds they might not be the comfiest of beds it's like ash was saying last night it reminds her of um you ever watched that sas who dares wins that you okay. channel four. It's like that because the first, uh, again, it won't spoil much, but the first one is very much a task like you would expect from that. Um, and then, yeah, they go to this mess hall and like, hey, look, here's all the stuff that we can we can do around here. And it doesn't seem to be that bad, to be fair. Like, obviously, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'll go there for the next holiday. But, you know, compared to the jungle where you're like, yeah, you're outside. So if yeah. it rains well, exactly. and all exactly. that sort of stuff in here, you're in a castle which loads of people want to do. And apparently now loads of people going, I've seen a ghost in it. There's a ghost that was spotted. I've seen a ghost. So apparently this castle is now haunted. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so we, it's, drove, uh, to, uh, we went to Bangor a couple of weeks ago and we uh, we drove past it. hope that wasn't when we were in lockdown, sir, and you weren't allowed in. <laughs> no, not. It was, it was uh, September. We were helping Lucy moved into... Uh, um, that old chestnut yeah that's a really boring story sorry guys <laughs> these these shows it's odd isn't it like they i know there's a lot of shows that have been cancelled because of covid but um you know stuff like bake-off for example yeah they to film that though the people who are on bake-off had to be quarantined for the two weeks together. with the families all together you know and then and, and then while they're on the show they are not allowed anywhere else Mm. So they are like living on this show. So they're all mates. So all those guys, all oh, those... they always are, aren't they? But but in, but this, in this case, even more so. Yeah. Yeah, but but this one's weird because they all act as though they don't know who's coming in still. Right. <laughs> so like they all fly in in individual helicopters because obviously COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So they come through, but then they're like, oh, I wonder who else is turning up. And like, well, you know, because you have to fucking quarantine with them to be in your little bubble to make yeah. sure that they were there so I'm like oh my god it's Shane Ritchie oh I, I didn't know you were coming like you fucking did <laughs> and I was like you really did and we knew anyway so like why are you so surprised that these guys are rocking up like you've all had photo shoots done together and stuff like that really pisses me off <laughs> the more I think about it I'm more like why are you lying <laughs> stop lying to me television <laughs> yeah damn you television damn you and your lies how rude I um there's there's been a, a a new update on my car uh which is coming out soon apparently so at the moment one of my bugbears with it is if you're if you're in autopilot and you're on the motorway and a, and it's overtaking a truck 
and the truck veers into your lane, it will move over to the side of the lane as much as it can. But if the truck gets too close and starts coming over the lane, the car will alarm and then ask you to take control. It'll go beep, 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 beep. It'll freak out and start, start stopping and ask you to take control. One of the things that they've done to fix that is because you're in autopilot, you don't need the wing mirrors. So what it'll do is if a, if a lorry starts getting too close, is it will tuck the wing mirrors in. <laughs> so makes, well, that's nerve-wracking, it, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that crazy? Like, boop. I Just to give you those extra couple of inches. Extra couple of inches. Yeah. I would not feel safe. I would not feel safe if I was an autopilot or something. It's like, shit, wing mirrors in. I'm like, how close yeah. are you expecting it to come? <laughs> I was like, holy shit. No, that's just too scary. Just given the okay. car the ability to, to you, you know, when you make the joke and say, oh, breathe in, now the car yeah. <laughs> You could literally breathe in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just mental. Um, but speaking of updates, so obviously we probably won't. We talked about it quite a few times about Microsoft buying Bethesda. Okay. Um, yeah. Say that. So there's, there's been a, um, there's been more talk. Um, as they've been, like Microsoft have been fielding questions about the future of the games and what's going to happen to it. Um, and what they're basically saying is that they're not, they've got no intentions at all of pulling any content away from Sony or Nintendo or anywhere else. So still expect to have all like the Elder Scrolls and every single title going. Not exclusive. Um, so they're not going to be exclusive to Microsoft. But what they have said is it will come to us first. So, you know, as a timed exclusive, you'll have it on our platform. But if it's not going to be a timed exclusive, we want it to be the best version of it. So you'll get like extra little tidbits or, you know, it looking a bit fancier. So, you know, your frame rates might not be locked to 60 frames per second in on a PS5, whereas on the Xbox Series X, it would be, so to speak. So you're going to have little tidbits like that coming through. Optimized for Series X. Yeah, so that's what we're going to start seeing is is stuff like that uh, coming through for it. But it makes it interesting that they spent so much fucking money on it and then gone, yeah, no, it's fine. We're still going to release all the games on you know every format, but it's just going to come to us first. Why spend that sort of fucking money just for like a six months time mm-hmm. exclusive? Like it's just absolutely mental, doesn't, genuinely. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, because it's supposed to be all about selling the extra consoles, isn't it? But clearly, in this case, it's not that. It's about the uh, revenue from the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that microtransactions. Well, what, what, one of the few things that would make me go, hmm, is if they were like, right, Pit Five's no longer ever having Fallout and and Doom. I'd be like, hmm, those are two of my, my really favorite games. But probably would buy an Xbox instead. But then they've gone, hey, don't worry about it. You'll get Fallout and, and Doom. <laughs> all fucking patched and fixed and <laughs> correctly sorted out in time for the PS5, you know, in time for it to come out on the PS5 because you would have had like six to 12 months of it on the Xbox Series X. So if anything, we should be thanking Microsoft for doing all the bug testing and making sure that, the, you know, the any fixes and patches that need to be done are going to be fully completed by the time they hit the better yeah. console. Welcome, so. you're welcome. <laughs> So, but yeah, I was um, I was flicking around before on um, well, on Microsoft Teams. I was chatting away to to Mike and Mark, and then Mike just sent me this uh, this screenshot of um, a Facebook Marketplace thing where some guy sold his PlayStation Four and VR headset 
and like a load of games for like 900 quid and i was like fucking hell and some guy was like is it still going and then the guy's like now so i was like oh man if, if you would have taken 700 quid i would have had it so mike sent it me going do you still want your ps5 and i was like holy yeah. shit so like a message to guys like yeah mine's still going do you want it <laughs> It's like 700 quid, mate. You can have it. Just fucking, you know, it's all boxed up, ready for you. <laughs> just fucking take it. Um, and then I was like, I wonder how much they are going for. So I've messaged the guy to be like, just fucking go on, have it. And if he says no, then I'm going to, you know, make sure it's all ready for collection and stuff and just stick it on somewhere and just see how much you can get for it, I think. And then probably just go for the digital PS5. Uh, one because a it's like three hundred and forty nine quid or whatever, and b I get most of my games from a sugar daddy anyway, so <laughs> you know I, I'm all right like that. <laughs> no, no resale value then in the games. You won't be able to sell that for nine hundred quid in seven years' time. Well, no, but I don't think I'll have it in seven years' time because I'll have all to start playing games by then, so it'll probably be smashed to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I am uh, the. The more I've seen as many before, and then you know, when you start getting that stupid, giddy excitement, I was like, no, don't, don't, just, just don't get excited about the prospect of that could happen. <laughs> I'm like, mm, yeah, it's the same thing about getting the um the the laptop and getting like my Quest and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm not really that bothered about it. And then the more I think about it, the more like, yeah, I really am. Yeah, I really want it. Yeah, I fucking need it. <laughs> right. And I was always saying I was never going to get a console at launch. Because obviously I'm still like massively addicted to WoW, so I wasn't really ever that bothered about it. But now I'm like, oh, if this guy says yeah, seven hundred quid, and he comes and collects it, then I'm like, well, I'll have the money for launch day, so it'd be daft not to have a PS5 on launch day with Astrobot. So you know, and I'll still have all the PS4 titles that I haven't yet played anyway <laughs> to, yeah. to play on the PS5, yeah, but they'll just run smoother, quicker, and look shinier. So, you know, for me, it's a it's an absolute win win um, in that that aspect of things. So, um, yeah, I'm slowly getting a little bit like, ooh, I'm a little bit excited, but I do genuinely forget like how many games I've got until you do something like this. It was like when I sold all my old retro stuff, and I was like, I don't really have that many games. And then we went to fill the boxes, and I was like, fucking hell, this is a lot of games. <laughs> You know, you've got something stupid like 70 games for the snares and like 60 for the nares and I'm like, oh, wow, this is this is a lot of games I'm just giving away here. <laughs> so it does make you a little bit like sad, but at the same time, yeah, I can't remember the last time I played any of them. So, yeah, not that sad. Um, but we are literally 12 days away from, um, from Shadowlands coming out. So they've now done the Scourge invasion, uh, invasion on WoW. Uh, which is coming through and started releasing all the new dailies and all the rares and stuff so you can get fully kitted out and geared up for it ready. Um, and I've never, never had the experience of this before because uh, every time I've, I've hit anywhere near a sort of end level, like the next expansion pack's ready to come out. So I was like, oh, always so far behind. But now I'm like at end game and playing through it. I started doing loads of really fun stuff and with people. So instead of just finding like the odd little group and going like, oh, this is fun. Everywhere I go, there's like hundreds of people there. And like we're taking down these these rare bosses in Ice Crown, um, <laughs> which I know means nothing to anyone. But it's like these are like bosses that are like four times harder than what they usually are in order to get like the better gear for it right. um, to come through. And 
it usually would take you you and your, your little party of like what six to ten guys or if you do a 25 man raid it'll take you like a good 10-15 minutes to take down there's literally 100 people here and it goes like three two one and it's just like fuck it you've got to try and get hit in before it dies it's it's insane and it's amazing and it's so much fun like just people just chat so much shit and just have so much fun with it while you're just waiting for like the new boss to like come back in again and stuff it's just been loads and loads of fun um and it's i didn't realize how diverse and stuff um some of the quest lines are and some of the dungeons and some of the stuff you get to do in it because i've never been at this stage before like i've done an amazing dungeon um which is basically a massive haunted house it's just full of like ghosts and shit um and it's an, an amazing amazing change of pace from going from like you know a, a huge massive dungeon or an ice citadel or like a fire citadel and it's just like the normal stuff and then like this creepy awesome looking like dated haunted house and so it's just it's so good i'm having so so much fun with it so yeah so you know if my ps4 doesn't sell i don't really care because no. i'm still playing still playing wow and still really 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 buzzing off it and you guys need to jump on as you always try i know yeah you do it's just i know it's, it's just it's so much fun though Tom. well it's i'm cool. in the thick of mass effect andromeda oh you're playing it and how <laughs> yeah. you're finding it uh yeah it's good it is it is different um you know the, the gist of it is still there the stuff i enjoyed which is the adventuring and the conversations and stuff and the characters all that's amazing you know in the setting and uh, so so brilliant i'm I'm halfway there already the gameplay's weird and different um and i've been playing for a good few hours now and um it's all just been on this one planet it seems to be like you know you used to be able to you used to fly from planet to planet and you know you drive your little rover around you'd find your you know whatever it was you had to find you would uh maybe do a little mission in a space station or something like that and then you go off to the next planet and every now and again there would be a really good run through a through a bigger level this is just like here is a planet that we need to find out if it's good enough to colonize and then you spend a good two three four hours however long you need driving around on it um finding resources and doing little missions and side quests and stuff so you know it's it's i'm at a bit of a lull because there isn't that much going on at the minute because i am just exploring this planet but um mm. i feel i feel like that's why it it, it got the bad sort of rep that it did because it's just i appreciate you know totally commend them for mixing it up a little bit but it feels like it, it was you know i don't know a, unnecessary people would have been quite happy with another mass effect game with a new story just a little bit more updated mm. but so don't well, know i know this review is like one three them, years sure. well exactly this review is three years too late i'm sure but well, the only thing I'm nervous about, really, is um, getting to the end of it and being on a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, un- I'm unsure, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so it is going to be interesting, to be fair, because they, 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 they had plans for so much, didn't they? Well, um, they the had DLC and a, the loads of stuff, but because it was panned, and then the annoying thing is, since it's been patched and stuff, the reviews have well changed on it. 
and people are saying like actually yeah it's quite enjoyable it's not anywhere near as good as the original mass effect trilogy but yeah. it is actually now a fun title i'm like mm. well you know if you didn't give them so much shit they wouldn't have had to just jump straight onto another fucking yeah uh, title instead they could have exactly. actually worked on this so you've got it, no one to blame but yourselves it, it has um unfixably glitched on me once already uh, even after doing the update um and I, I had a google and it's uh not uncommon by the looks of it and it's like yeah that that side quest you just can't do now great uh, brilliant fortunately it's not important <laughs> There's been a couple that I've been reading a load about Assassin's Creed Valhalla because mm. obviously that's out now, um, yep. and I do love me some Assassin's Creed. Yep, and it it, it kept uh, Call of Duty off the top spot in the UK for the first, <laughs> first time. time ever. Yeah. How amazing is that? Crazy. Um, there's been a load of a load of stuff about the um, about the side missions and stuff you can come across um, mm. in Assassin's Creed. I don't want to ruin a load of them, but there's there's one which a is just genuinely a nice little like here's an awesome little touch um and the second one is a reference uh, to another title so the first one um, if you go to a certain location um like a church location outside and um, you'll find a bard with a band um, and this guy's called keith um, and the song that he sings is smack my bishop <laughs> um, <laughs> In it, um, and when you watch this world quest at the end of it, it comes up and you get a little achieve for it called "You've watched the Prodigy." Uh, so apparently he is part of this little mini quest line. But I thought he looks awesome as well because he's even got the the hair. He's got like it's not all the crazy colours and stuff, but he's yeah. got like the shaped head with the side wings, so to speak, uh, coming through, uh, which is just awesome. So I'm. I really want to see it properly and like come across it myself and experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one is there's a quest line, like a side quest. And um, if you go to a certain shop, if you just look to the left of this, um, of the counter in the shop, there's a, a note on there. Um, and it says deliver like four apples or something to this place and deliver like this to this place. Um, and you go try and do it, and apparently each object is too heavy for you to have to like to carry on um, horseback or to fast travel with. So you've got to walk them everywhere. Mm-hmm. And apparently these items take three times longer to deliver than any other any other quest or item in this game. And that's a nice little nod apparently to Death Stranding. Oh, and right. Okay. Yeah. Of course. There's there's been I've been reading that I've tried reading on four different uh, accounts. And every single account so far, they've got three quarters of the way through it. And just before it's about to end, the game's done a hard crash on them. <laughs> and just like they've not been able to complete it. So they have no idea what the outcome of this is. So hopefully, you know, Ubisoft actually fixed that so people can see what the end, what happens at the end of it. But yeah, the quest unfortunately is, is not completable. And apparently one of the, um, in one of the modern day sections of the game, uh, there's a memo that talks about working from home because of covid oh really yeah <laughs> so i thought they i haven't played uh an assassin's creed game since uh syndicate i think it was mm. um and i thought they they were doing away with all the modern stuff so it's it's not it's not a proper full-on story like the old one stuff mm. with, with desmond and stuff this is 
yeah, it's completely different than that. So it's not really keeping that sort of story to novels and to books and to probably the TV series that they're making and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But they still try and give you a reason as to be like, hey, it's not just, you know, you're playing in the olden times. You still got to sync up to the others and stuff and go through. And, and actually, that's why you are who you are. But it doesn't do it in anywhere near as much detail. It's just like, hey, do you want to try out this for us? I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. Like, okay you know, a Viking. Like, cool gonna say and is it to the point where people still hate it they don't hate it it's just it's pointless now yeah that that's the, the thing for us i don't know why they don't just get rid of it completely um <clears throat> but yeah i think they think that's what makes them unique so they're keeping it in unfortunately mm. uh, but yeah i do do really really want it like mike who i work with his missus has just bought it and he's just sat there watching her play it and he's like hey, yeah reg it's it's really nice it's really nice um but it did make me chuckle because she's got it on the ps4 um and apparently she was complaining that um the front cover only shows the male uh, right. version of the character so apparently she's not a feminist, but she was just really fuming with the the fact that the, the female needed to have the, the the option of being on the front cover and stuff as well, and was really angry about it. Okay. And he started laughing, and he's like, "You took the disc out." She's like, "Yeah." He went, "Well, fucking look at the reversible sleeve you've got then." Okay, I was gonna say they did that <laughs> like, there with Mass Effect Three. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a reversible sleeve. Look, just turn over. She was like. Oh, and apparently she was going on for like a good like ten minutes and just like ranting and raving at Ubisoft for being sexist and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, wow. She's like, I'm not angry about it. I just I find it really really upsetting. Like, right, I'll just reverse the cover. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm just really upset. <laughs> wow. So um, I, I've got a quick story to talk about. Um, and it's something we never talk about on this show. Oh, not politics. Sports. What? We're going to talk about sports, specifically football. Oh, yeah, I know why. Yeah. I've got this to talk about, but yeah. Um, <laughs> about how weird it is that, um, that Ryan that. Reynolds and, and Rob McElhenney, um, the, who is on um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he writes that, and he's on that um, Raven's Banquet. Which one is he? Uh, he's the main guy on Raven's Banquet. And I can't remember the character's name in uh, It's Always Sunny. But they've both bought Wrexham Football Club. Really? Mm. So I don't know exactly what the details are. People, I can feel this this is the sort of thing that might get exaggerated a bit on the internet and on Twitter. um, In that maybe they bought some small share, but the gist of it seems to be that they have literally bought it. They have. It was going into... Liquidate, like they were like, yeah, we can't do it, and they yeah. were just like, well, you know what? Like, Ryan Reynolds sold his gym business, so he's like, you know, what? I've sold all that. I'll just plow the money into a football team. And apparently, he he went to visit before, obviously, COVID and all that sort of stuff. He um, came down to visit. I really liked Wrexham. Uh, now, okay. for anyone who's not been to Wrexham, right, hero, go go into your um, go, just go into like your nearby ghetto or hood or like really dingy place then set fire to it and stick a load of homeless people in there that smell like chips and piss you've got Wrexham and he liked that apparently he walked around that and went yeah this is this is the place for me I'll buy a football team here I can't believe it's that guy from uh, from oh, what the fuck is it called 
from uh, Apple TV Plus. From Raven's Banquet. It's not called Raven's Banquet. No, it's Raven's something, isn't it? Something. No. Banquet. I don't know. I only know from it's only something. Yeah. Um. Hang on. Steve, Sean's given me literally the first. Yeah, Mystic Quest, Raven's I, Banquet. I ever have to edit. <laughs> Quest. Mystic, Mystic Quest, Raven's Banquet. Sorry, I got I missed the subtitle out. Mythic Quest. Mm. It's known as Mythic Quest, though, right? Uh, I don't know. It's Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet, and I'm sticking to it. Have you not watched it yet? No, no, um, because even though we now have a year of Apple TV+, Plus, um, it, you can't really watch it on the TV. Um, there's no LG app. Um, you've got to watch it on your phone, on your iPad, on your Mac, or I can oh. Chromecast it from my Mac, but then I have to load up the Mac, I have to put it on that. You've got WebOS too. Yeah, it's just a, it's a pain. It's a, apparently it is on the 2019 and 20 yeah. LG TVs, but not anything older. Also, the, the other one, uh, other one that's annoying for that, uh, school of TV is you can't get Channel 4 on it either. Oh, we've got it. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah, I think I was in newer. But um, Apple TV Plus, the, the it's it's very weird because it's all original programming, isn't it? Apart from Fraggle Rock, <laughs> which obviously there's new Fraggle Rock, but they've also got the old Fraggle Rock. Yeah. You know, you get you get the likes of Netflix and and Amazon, and it's you know here's our original programming, but here's millions of hours of TV shows um, that we haven't made that you you know back catalog stuff. Whereas this Apple TV Plus has about to know 30 shows yeah and that's it but they're all original stuff like that and i totally appreciate we were going through and going do you know what that looks like it's worth watching that looks like it's worth watching that does the, um the morning show was one of the best tv shows i've ever watched yeah that's on the list um and we watched um central park and that is absolutely brilliant fantastic i'm really I'm good i'm a rewatch at the moment because it's just so good mm. gonna own it dun, that's dun. it I love it. Love it. It's, uh, that 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 show. I don't know whether you're aware of it, Reg. It's the Bob's Burgers guys. Yeah, I was going to say. And um, Josh Gad. I did. Teamed up. I did want to watch it, um, and then it was like, yeah, it's released to Apple TV Plus. Mm. Like, well, I'll never watch it. I keep, I was just going to say, just, just a quick one. I keep falling in love with Josh Gann's voice. Every time, like, I hear him do something new, like, okay, he's Olaf. Okay. He's done, um, um, uh, Book of Mormon. But then more recently, I've heard him do, um, the voiceover for, um, um, the zoo one, um, on Disney plus the one where they're looking after all the animals at mm. Disney, on Disney yeah, World. The Animal Kingdom. I can't remember what it's called. It's got a really clever name. Uh, but he narrates that and he's got, he's doing, he's doing his, his animal narrator voice, which is completely different. Josh Gad. It's so good. He's like all <laughs> relaxing and calm and it's like, yeah, dude, I love you so much. <laughs> like there's nothing that man can't do. That's true. Mm. That's true. But yeah, um, I figured out after checking my bank account. Today, that I had after me going on and on and on and on about having Amazon Prime, um, that I didn't have an account for it. I basically had it for like six, six, seven months. Um, (laughs) I had Amazon Prime for, and then I stupidly went, I'm not fucking paying for that again. So I cancelled it. And then once it was cancelled, I was like, ah, should have watched the boys. (laughs) Oh, you need to watch it. Can I tell you something though, really quick? Right? Amazon Prime, I'm 
livid, livid, because I've had student Amazon Prime now for four years, right? And I got a message from the other day saying, thanks for thanks for using student Amazon Prime. Uh, from, from this December, you'll be converted to a normal Amazon Prime member. And I'm like, right, okay, it needs me to renew. So I went online, I got my, uh, my uni days login and stuff and went to renew my, 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 my details. And Amazon are like, no, 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 we don't need you to renew. You've had it now. <laughs> like you've had student discount. There is no more student discount. You can have it individually for four years and that's it. You can't have it any longer. So even if you're studying for longer than four years, you can only have it for four years. I think they're just like, if you can afford to study, for more than four years, then uh, then you can afford Amazon Prime. Sure. Yeah. I was like, it just would. It literally it comes up with this with a message saying, "Thanks for having the student discount. No more. <laughs> no." I also like the fact you're livid that you've been conning them out of an actual proper <laughs> full-on membership, and now you're angry that they're like, "Shit, we've clapped onto the fact that Sean isn't a student anymore." No, it's not that. It's like it's just they're just saying you've had it. No more. <laughs> yeah. They say it to every single student. Like it's it's insane. I don't think there's any other company that works in that same way. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, so now I'm gonna have to like a fucking chump pay full price for Amazon Prime. Yeah, that extra four pound a month. Although I do think that means that you can share it with other people now because you, you can. can. Yeah, you, yeah. But you've got to live in the same house, from what I understand. Not that's what they say anyway for the same as Netflix and stuff. It's like, yeah, as yeah. long as you're in the same house, you can. So basically, you can give me your Amazon Prime account so I can watch The Boys if you want. No, it's more you can actually donate. You know, you can sort of give Prime benefits to someone else. So even the free delivery. Um, I'm uh, assuming, right. you know, but you can deliver to other places, though, can't you? You don't have to. It's not free Amazon Prime delivery just to your own house. Yeah. So, um, so I don't see why that wouldn't work. But, um, yeah. Um, before we go, I, I'm curious whether you... I mean, I mean it's a silly question. Already? What's that? Is it that time already? Yeah, yeah, we're coming up on an hour. Oh, wow. Uh, no, in fact, we're, we're just past an hour. Um, so just a quickie, uh, I was going to ask, have you seen this, Red? But of course, of course you've seen it because it's Shenmue. But um, you've seen the Shenmue World, the unofficial fan magazine Kickstarter yeah. that's launched. Um, so, yeah, so, so Shenmue Dojo is one of the big... Shenmue fan websites um, and they launched 20 years ago so to celebrate their anniversary they put together this quite nice looking magazine um, looks pretty chunky and you get all sorts of things it's it's fairly reasonably priced as well have you have you gone for it have you backed it no no are oh, you planning on it did. no because it's unofficial if it's yeah, official true. then yeah I mean the, the, the nice thing so I mean, there's loads of it's filled filled with news stories and um, some like sort of like there's a there's a section that's like a guide to the Bailu village stuff. So I'm assuming it's you know where the little chicken guy is and stuff like that and mm. whatnot. Um, but you also get a few free things. So you get a hand sign print from Eric Kelso, who is the voice of Ren, and uh, sorry, what's his say? Yeah. Uh, no, the Master Chen's son. Oh, Guizhang, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, you also get a CD. Do you know there's a there's a there's a guy Rio X who does sort of synth wave. Yeah. yeah. So you get one of his albums. You get a CD of that. You get a poster. You get postcards. You get a bunch of stuff. 
I'd be more interested in having uh, the CD and the signed thing than the magazine, to be fair. But it looks pretty cool. Um, and it's not unreasonably priced either. I think it's like $15 and then um, and then shipping, which is pretty cheap to the UK. But they fit the target. Um, oh, they're based in Stoke. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm just, I, I, I don't know about it, to be honest. Like, I, obviously, it's Shenmue, so, you know, I'm happy that The, the words Shenmue and Kickstarter leave a bad taste in your mouth. You know, I, I still need to look at my art book after this 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 pod. I haven't sent you the photo of my Shenhua capsule toy because I completely forgot about no. it again. <laughs> I'll I'll do that when we finish this pod. Fair enough. <laughs> so you can does, see she, does she fit in the um, um in the yeah, unlike, capsule toy that I gave you? Ah, oh, she does not. That's oh. a shame. At least um, you can stand next to it. But have you heard the um the thingy the the stories about the Ryozuki um forklift capsule no. toy? No. So they made the toys, then they made the capsule that they they sit in, but they didn't think properly that, hang on a minute, the Ryozuki one's going to be a bit bigger than the others because he's driving a forklift. Right. I'll tell you what, we'll just remove his head and it'll be all right. So they've just took his head off and then gone, how'd the guys fit it back back on again? Like, uh, tell him you super glue. So... The Rio Azuki head needs to be super glued back on again. To your well, so it's just it's separate it comes, in the, in the capsule. Yep. Okay, and you're supposed it to looks... build it, but it doesn't sit on properly, so you have to glue it. Yep. That's that's <laughs> exactly what happens. Just oh, so they well. could be asked making bigger capsules for him. <laughs> so it's like, just even in that, they're just like, you know what? I know we took the piss by giving you the the things literally a year later than what you wanted it, but. It's also broken now, and you've got to fix it yourself. So fuck you. <laughs> it, it'll come across because some guy posted it and was like, um, "Mine's broken," and there was no response. And then a load of other guys were like, "Yeah, mine too." So they went to Fan Gamer and was like, "How come our stuff's broken?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, sorry, there was a bit of an issue. Um, if you want to use super glue, it stays stays solid." <laughs> was their response? I was like, "Wow, just, 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 just wow." And it's far too late now to ask for a refund because it's like a year later and you've had everything else. So you can't be like, you know what, fuck you guys. <laughs> so it's just, it's just a bit of a piss take. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really want to, I really wish them all the success for this unofficial stuff because I know they've got it from the Shemu Dojo and, you know, happy 20 years and all that for Shemu Dojo. Um, but just because it's unofficial, it just, you know, I can get all that information off the internet when I want to see it mm. from the exact same sources and the postcards if I really want to I can put some card in my printer at home and do the exact same <laughs> as them because they're not official if it was official ones like the exact same thing but it was just like you know I know it's official then you know they would add 50 quid from me instead of 15 but because it's unofficial I'm like yeah I'm just glad it exists so I don't know Weirdly, I come across an Easter egg of Shenmue. Um, well, I was, I, what was it watching? I was watching something really random. Um, on oh, it's What Culture video, and they were talking about really underrated games on the Dreamcast. Um, and they were talking about remember Fur Fighters, that really yeah, bad. I love that game. That was so good. Did you, did you go into you know the the video store, like the video rental store, like Blockbusters or whatever it's called? That there's a mission based around that. Okay. Uh, when you go in. And on the game shelves, there's a game called Shenmue 
And it's a picture of a cow in a leather jacket looking the way that Ryo Zuki does with the plaster on his face. Yeah. And they literally just ran past it. And I was like, is that, is that, that was definitely a Shenmue reference. So I ran it back and I was like, that, that is a Shenmue mm. reference. <laughs> and I was like, that's awesome. So I was very happy about that. Wow. I'm glad sure you that massively predated it, but they must, well, I suppose Shenmue was in development for years, wasn't it? Yeah. God bless. That's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's how I'm going to quite happily end up. Cool. All right, bye. Oh, hey. hang on. Sorry, Sean, hey. I was going to say something. I was going to say something. Nah, not me. Are you sure? Yeah, 100, 100%. No. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully next week I'll have some news about me getting my Xbox and getting back okay. on Peggle. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not on the backwards compatibility list. <laughs> I would laugh so much. I'd be so mad. Yeah. That, that would just not be right. Everyone knows that. I mean, I've played Peggle for ages. Yeah. Do you peg? I Peggle. Do you peg? Here we go. Hang on, Dan. I, 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 I Peggle Blast. I'm going to send you the, um, send you the, the image now <laughs> of, uh, of Shenmue. Fair enough. Just because it's glorious. Uh, and hopefully next week you'll have an update on whether you get to go to Florida or not. <sighs> Don't. I mean, what? it's a hundred percent not going to happen. <laughs> Shenmue. I look awesome. Oh, it's like a reference to bloody um, to 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 Bonnerail and Nerdo D and D. Definitely it. You got go. recording on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Resident Evil. Apparently, there's loads of. Things. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can imagine. Nerdo. It's a bit of a shame. I was hoping it was just going to be a, yeah, a Shenmue reference, but at the same time, I'm quite happy with it. Have a good week, bitches. Have a good week, everybody. It's a pleasure as always, and I'll catch Stay you all home. on Wednesday. Stay safe. Some of that beautiful D&D action where you mm-hmm. nearly die again. Yay. D&D. Sounds rude. Sounds like multiple Ds. Mm. It's D&D. It's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. See you,